0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Hey, John, you like uh, Booba Check in
2: uh, Chicago? <laughs> I like him. I'll you three i Dolly Parton.
1: Now back to Steiny and Guru on 957 the game.
2: No Steiny, Larry Krueger holding it down. Damn, Larry, is that how I sound on the radio? <laughs> oh, yuck. Boy. I like the like the bumper
1: we're going with. Yeah,
2: Finny. Hey, on Yay. a payday Friday. I tell you what, Larry, the people are lined up, they want to talk. I wanted to hear your thoughts. I, I know all week. You were in Vegas.
1: Yep. Um, Great time too. Look at Larry. What's that? What happens in Vegas stays oh, in Vegas. Right? Look mean, some some big time steakhouses. We did. You know, you went to Benny Hana, as you said. We did the last night. My my buddy Lou Marston hooked us up. We went to uh, Benny Hanna, and Lou took care of the entire table, even people that weren't with us.
2: Evan and I tried to get to a steakhouse, but we couldn't uh, get past the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just kidding. Yeah, we had a good time. We were focused, but it's about you and your calls. And right now, how you feeling? Who you blame? in regard to the the tragic end to a 49er season larry because if you're a real fan i can't tell you how to feel but this is just me my in in, in my book my playbook of a fan getting close I don't want to hear about, oh, we're going to come back next year and everything's going to be good. Dre Greenlaw, it has uh Navarro-Bowman type of feel to it, and hopefully it's not that. But whoever this D.C. is coming to take over this defense won't have his services out the gate. And you said it so eloquently early, Larry. Everything's different, man. Tomorrow is not promised. You know, we're talking about injuries. But before I grab these calls and get your thoughts, I want to run this by you. I was listening to Bonte Shasky yesterday, yesterday morning. Right. And We know they do a great job. And I came out of that game in regard to Brock Purdy as he was not overwhelmed. He did not turn the ball over, Larry. But it's cool now when he's getting eight, nine hundred K. But next year is gonna be a long a big year for him. But they just talked about and had a conversation about Brock Purdy if you were to give him 40, 50, or 30 million. And it blew me away. Just about what's at stake for him on a personal level and also maybe behind closed doors what the Niner brass and even Kyle are thinking about this kid. And I say all that to say is next year is going to be a big year for him and his future is the, is the franchise quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And he'll get better.
1: He's going to get better. Why? Because he didn't spend any time this offseason working with his receivers, getting stronger, getting more sudden, getting more explosive. He talked about this week how he wants to build up his body, get a little stronger, build up his arm strength, build up his athleticism, get a little quicker, Mm. grow into more of a pro body. I think you're going to see him be more explosive, not to mention the mental reps that that always make you better over time. So I think he'll be better. Um, I'm not – You know, I mean, obviously you're going to have to pay him, you know, and and right now, I mean, if you look at it, you know, this was a roster with Brock making 800 grand. Eventually, they're going to have to come up with a roster with Brock making $20 million or more and maybe $30 million or more. Who knows? Who knows where it will go financially? But that means... A lot of these luxury items, like your your you know luxury, expensive yeah. fullback, Debo, and, IU, um, you know, two receivers making fifty million dollars. I mean, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to trim the fat, you know. And I don't know exactly where they're gonna have to trim. D- Greenlaw is really interesting because Man, now he Larry. he blew out the Achilles. Aziz Al Shair is a free agent. I heard they may be, yeah. And, you know, Vrabel and and Chris Kiffin might be two names on their D.C. want list. They're both coming from Tennessee. I could picture Aziz coming back. He was on the field um, before the Green Bay game. He's invested. Uh, Kiffin, you know, found him at Florida Atlantic or wherever uh, as an undrafted guy. Maybe the Niners could get him back in free agency. So it's going to be an interesting offseason. You know the way they go about things. They let the Rank and file free agent walk and they go hunt one or two big time guys. There you go.
2: And we'll see how that plays out this off season. Larry Kruger in for Stani on Stani and Guru. Let's go out to Oakland. What's up, Chucky? Hey,
3: how you guys doing, man? Enjoying the conversation, man. Thanks. And uh Thanks, man. I, I see you in the captain's seat, man. You are doing a good job, brother.
2: Yeah, well, Larry, I was like, Larry, you know what? I'll drive, man. You had a long week. I'll go ahead and drive. What you got for us?
3: Hey, well, I've been listening to you and Steiny all week, man. And um, I just haven't been liking the narrative, man. On Wilkes, man, I, I haven't been liking the narrative. Look, it's been he been saying t- doing. Uh, he took over when he was hired. Shanahan knew that he was learning the system, mm. and he hired him. And so I want to ask you, what's the most spoken words when, in any sport, when you compete, what's the most spoken words after you lose?
2: We gave it our all.
3: After you lose, you say, run it back.
2: Oh.
3: <laughs> right. when, you, when you lose, you say, run it back. Right. Now, he knew that he, knew he, t- he was just learning this guy's defense, you know, and so – he made it to the Super Bowl, and I think we all can rest and say that it wasn't truly the defense that lost them that game. Mm. If other teams would have went their way, they would have won that game. So how are you not going to run it back with this first-year defensive coordinator taking over your system? How are you not going to run it back and you made it to the Super Bowl? I, I, well, You know he didn't run it back. Cause like you and Johnny were saying in the, before the season started, you guys were thinking on hands arrogance. And it's his arrogance, man, that get in the way of, of why he even got fired, Wilkes, man. He arrogant, man. And so, until he changed his ways, man, I don't see the 49ers winning the championship. And can you tell me any coach head coach won the Super Bowl that that you guys would consider arrogant, man.
2: Appreciate the phone call. And I'll say this Johnson. I'm going to keep it real. I'm a black man in America, and I know what Chucky was trying to say. And we know about the second or third chances a lot of these black coaches don't get. But I'm, I'm hearing Stephen A., You you, you know, say what he's saying, and I appreciate it, but it just to me, Larry, it doesn't apply here. Chucky, Wilkes got fired in Minnesota, that play before the half. Wilkes got fired when they made his ass come out from the booth and down to the sideline. Wilkes was not perfect, and Larry, all of a sudden, the most... Uh, invested position on your team was the defensive line, and that was the one that was on the milk carton, and against the Detroit Lions in front of the world, it looked like De La Salle versus James Logan. The, The Niners were lucky to, like, I couldn't believe that was the Niner defense. Now, my point to Chucky and company is, you can't fire all the players, but whatever was going on, Larry, there was a disconnect because that defense um, against Detroit, now you you told me earlier, you could throw in the Packers. There was a disconnect. Then we saw, what did you call it, cat-lacking, lollygagging. So to me, we've seen coordinators in this league fired one and done. I just thought it applied to Wilkes, But when you rewind it and, you know, I go to Willard again. I keep bringing Willard up. He was like, "Goo, Kyle hired him so we can go there. But, Chunky, this I don't get Wilkes was done wrong, man. I'm just,
1: this defense, well, something happened, uh, Larry, and I can't explain it. I mean, if if your entire viewing of the Niners was tied to the Super Bowl and you didn't watch the season, then it's easy to they, sit they, there and okay. go, what the heck, he's being scapegoated. Why are they scapegoating uh, Steve Wilkes? I will say this. I talked about this on my YouTube channel for 10 days to two weeks before the Super Bowl. And that was that what is the Niners pivot going to be? They're not going to blame themselves. Right. Shanahan wasn't going to blame. You think Shanahan's going to come out and be like, "Hey, you know what? My scheme doesn't work or I blew it." No. There was always going to be somebody who was going to be the pivot point fall guy, League and majors. it was going to be it was going to be Wilkes. It was obvious it was going to be Wilkes. Now, let's talk about Wilkes for a second. He's been a head coach in college. He's 5 and 6. He's been a head coach in the NFL. He's 9 and 19. He's coached every year since 19 the guy has coached 25 years. He's gotten about 10 to 12 different coaching jobs in the NFL. So you could say that Wilkes himself is a retread because he's been all over the place. But isn't, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm hiring somebody and they've got a 25-year career in whatever, and they've worked for 22 different places, yeah, that's not, yeah. I look at that and go, why? Why?
2: That's not a selling point. Somebody an- calling a-
1: saying that. If you have if you work for 5 different places, okay. You work for 8 different places, all right. It's 25 years. In 25 years, you worked for 21 different places?
2: I I, I totally get it. It
1: it makes you wonder if sometimes guys rub other guys wrong with something that has nothing to do with football. I mean, I I just think that you always should have looked at—anybody who would dust off the Steve Wilkes Wikipedia should have realized that he was going to be a short-timer with the Niners anyway— I'm a little surprised that um that I don't like w-
2: what Bosa said too, Larry. Not to cut Go you. Go ahead. On. What did Bosa uh, say?
1: Uh we we weren't prepared for everything.
2: Uh, our De- Wilkes is good on the back end, you know, like just basically taking him out to pasture, knowing your word you're the man, knowing your words will in th- th- this dude's tenure here in San Francisco. But hey, maybe Bosa was saying it, hey guru is my prerogative. I didn't like playing with this guy. With he he didn't fire us up or whatever, but when you say things like, just in regard to Sunday Super Bowl game last Sunday, we weren't prepared for everything, man, you're taking that's that bad. dude around pasture, that's, man. That's
1: really bad. But the other one is, um, you know, and I asked Steve about this in probably like week five or week six. I said, Steve, who's dialing up the games up front? Man. Who's calling the twists? Who's calling the stunts? I thought that was Chris's domain. And he's like, no, I'm calling all that stuff. And they didn't really, you know, they last year their NASCAR package was much more effective this year they didn't their their games they played fewer games up front when they went against mobile quarterbacks I think that's to be expected but they were less effective in those games up front so um, is that on Wilkes he was the one dialing it up um, to me though the major reason he had to go was that. There was more than one example of them speeding up the quarterback and playing soft coverage behind it. Mm. So that they to me, those things don't jive. They you can't play soft coverage if you're speeding up the quarterback. You're just basically giving him wide open targets underneath. And Burrow carved him up, and and Cousins carved him up, and and um, in the de- in this defense, when push came to shove, got pushed around. On you know that Green Bay game and that Detroit game, that front got pushed around. Round. That was shocking. That, I, I don't think some of my of the words. Young Shocking. What about Luter and Womack's development? I didn't see those guys develop this year. So, I, you know, I like Steve. I had a good dialogue with Steve this year, um, and I think he's a smart guy, and I know he'll get another job. But I don't think it's like, oh, you know what, he got screwed over. I'm not yeah. I'm not buying We're that. We're
2: gonna go out to the calls. Uh Stine and Guru Larry in for Steiny, but I will say this, Larry, for Kaj Shanahan the other day to say, Oh, you know what? I hadn't even and th- and again, he's a coach, he can do what he wants, but this is just me. When you know people are coming down your lane and they're questioning your play calling or the offense's inability to to put points or capitalize on a great defensive performance, I call that a great defensive performance by the Niners in the Super Bowl. But you say, oh, after the game, I don't know what I'm going to do. I ain't had a really chance to talk to the coaches. And then eight hours later, Wilkes is fired again. You could have You could have waited four days. You could have waited to this Monday or Tuesday. But when you put him, another analogy, Larry, it's like you just took Wilkes and let the fans, the bullets from the fans hit Wilkes as if you're saying, you know what, the reason we didn't win the Super Bowl was the defense, and that is by far not the truth. And what about this play that Dibbs and Willard pointed out to me that I'd missed in real time? When have you seen a head coach call a timeout on defense the, the,
0: the that was, was it clear. right there. It I,
2: I had to I didn't say it. I had to go back. Like Larry, I don't remember ever. Like, and he was on. Wow, five,
1: man, Kyle Shannon's face. During oh that my time, goodness! He was absolutely on fire. He was so pissed but off. But
2: what if you're Wilkes? and you know what I mean? Like you got some. That, but I would have been pissed if I. What the Wilkes has been. Everybody dragged, knows what you. Were, what?
1: He's been dragged all year. Oh, man. He's been dragged all year. How about the zero coverage God, deal where Shanahan's God. like he screwed that up? When did? When, you, when was the last time you heard a coach say God, about God. any of his assistant coaches? Yeah, he screwed that up. So we saw this coming. So, I mean, this was coming. Yeah. No, this no. was coming. Willard and Dibbs asked me Monday. I was on with them. They, you know, they. I said, hey, you know. They said all the coaches are coming back, and then Mark took a time and said, hey, do you really believe? You know, I forget exactly uh-huh. how he phrased it, but do you believe Wilkes is coming back? And I'm like, no. I don't. I think he's gone. Um, and I didn't think it would happen within 24 yeah, hours. I'm
2: with you. Let's go out. Uh, we got a legend. Uh, he's one of the best to do it in the Bay Area as far as radio sports callers. Priest and Alto. What's Priest? up, baby? What's going on, fellas? And hey, listen, uh, you
4: know, I've been listening to the back and forth, you know, since the beginning, since early in the week. Okay. And the problem I have is you guys got a habit of throwing rats on the table, right? Yep. Pratevayatko. Well, i got one I'd like to just throw on the table. Let's do it's it. This. And nobody wants to say this. The offensive line for the 49ers was better than the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. They they protected Purdy better than, than Mahomes got protected. You have to make throws under duress. It's just that simple. And if you can't do it, you those, not those, those, those. When he got put under duress, he got the ball off, right? The ball was thrown over our youth's head, right? You got it off. It's got to be thrown so that he has a chance to catch it, okay? That, I mean, I'm just saying, man, all year long I've been listening to this stuff about how great he is. The great ones make those throws. He's a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's the reason they lost. I'm not saying that at all. But there's levels to this. And I've been saying it all year long. The, the, the 49ers had the better team. They should have won that game. I put it on the quarterback and the coach. Wow. He got out. Coach, Mahomes and Kelsey were laughing at them in overtime. They were laughing On the sideline, it made me mad. I'm telling you, man. When they kicked that field goal in overtime, Mahomes looked at Kelsey and cracked a smile like they are stupid because we put this Super Bowl is over. It's over.
1: The only thing I'll say, Priest, you? you have to give some credit to Spagnolo. I thought Spagnolo's time; his, did he that. did have he had some time blitzes on some really key downs where he sped up the quarterback. But I'll say this: you didn't see Purdy cower that's under bad. pressure. No, you didn't no, see him no, turn it that? over. Yeah,
4: I know. I, I didn't say he did. I never blamed him. I never. But you're saying he didn't
1: make enough big time throws.
4: Uh, That's the difference between good and
5: great.
2: Appreciate the phone call, priest. And again, Larry, I'm I'm being real, man. Your boy, I'll go Major League Baseball is getting ready to start. I thought Brock Purdy just even going back to last year was batting 400. I think he's batting 370. I do not blame him for this loss in the Super Bowl. It was there. I'm just at Kyle's it's at his doorstep in regard to the play calling and the protection. Uh, he's in year 2 talking about Brock, but where I'm at with Brock Purdy, do I think he's good enough? Yeah, but this year is everything. This is I'll even call it a tri- out, Larry, because if you're telling me they're ready already to give them 40 million and then we look at him through that prism, boy, it's a big difference. But I, I disagree with Priest in this sense. They didn't lose the game
1: because of Brock's arm. No. I just tell there me... there was wh- a lot of adversity. I just can't, I, can't I, I won't do that to Brock. There was a lot of adversity in this game that you know we just have to recognize. I mean, um. You know, they had a good opening script. They looked really good on their opening drive. McCaffrey fumbled. McCaffrey fumbles. Then, you know, Pacheco fumbles. They can't turn it into anything. Uh, Trent Williams with a couple penalties. They fall behind the behind the chains. They got a punt. Mahomes throws an interception. They can't turn it into, into anything. They got a punt. They got a turnover on a muffed punt. They got a miss PAT. They got their Pro Bowl linebacker, or a guy who should have been a Pro Bowl linebacker in uh, Dre Greenlaw, go out running onto the field. Oh my goodness. Um they, you know, they I thought Shanahan's play calling got a, got a little too pass happy in the third quarter with a lead. And the other one and I'm not the kind of guy that likes to blame officials, but dude, how I, I watched Uh-oh. I mean suddenly we have we had the 49er defensive line going up against the number one most penalized pass blocking offensive line in the sport, and they drew no penalties. And we have multiple situations where we saw Jawan Taylor bear hugging <laughs> uh, uh, Nick Bosa. I mean, a bear hug on a, ta- on, a def- on a star defensive end goes uncalled. So they get some adversity there. They didn't get great calls from the officials. So I mean, it's just. Um, they didn't handle the the Kansas City rush well in key moments, but then you know, if go back to uh, Spagnolo who went on with Baldy and said, "Man, we left our our you know our zone deal and went to more of a man th- thing because of Purdy carving us mm-hmm. up and making some perfect throws and dicing up our zones." So. Um, But I do understand what you're saying about uh, Purdy's going to get more expensive, and that means the roster is probably going to be more limited around him. And so in a lot of ways, they blew a primo opportunity here because eventually they're going to pay him big money. And when they do, they're not going to have a forty, you know, they're not going to have a huge check or all these guys making big cash. They're going to have to figure out a way to do it in the draft.
2: And that's why when you refer to Mahomes or anybody wants to, I'll call him my goat or the current goat because he's won two Super Bowls without the services of Tyreek Hill, right? And you talk about Brock Purdy and what's at his disposal. And I thought he got hate because of he had a lot of stuff around him, uh, some luxuries, as you as you called it earlier. But you know, you look at that three game losing streak where Debo wasn't around and Trent wasn't around and it looked different and if you want to say okay Brock's a different quarterback without a couple of the luxuries uh, okay but Patrick Mahomes just showed and middle-fingered everybody, Larry, that I could do it w- w- without uh, Michael Jackson and Prince. But if that question comes towards Brock Purdy and he loses an IU or a Debo, you do wonder, okay, can he put you on his back and get it done? And I think that's another rat on the table uh, for the Niners coming into next year because we don't know how they feel about uh, his performance in the Super Bowl. I just again, I'm not Jaworski, but 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 I don't blame uh, Brock Purdy for that loss. And I thought he did good for himself because I thought we'd be able to see him throwing the ball. Now, was he perfect? No, he missed 15 passes. Some some turf monsters, but Larry... I just tell you, man, and I was just trying to hammer home to Steiny: Seasons change. They had an opportunity. They've been knocking at the door since 2019. We're talking about two Super Bowls, but if you let me interest you and in a couple other champ, uh championship collapses to where you're up 10 against the Rams, we know what happened in Philly. And you know what's crazy, and I'll, I'll wrap it up here. They were up 10-0 in this game. You know, do with that what you will. But it's just like, damn, Larry, it wasn't like they got mollywop thirty eight 38-3. That game was right there for the taking. Mahomes was shook. So was Kelsey. So were the Chiefs. And for whatever reason, that Niner offense could not
1: capitalize. No. Um, and the, it's time for them to get legit on the O-line. And that, well, you know I mean? Let's be honest. Right. I mean, the, the right tackle, great guy. I consider him a friend, but he's a fifth-round draft choice. The right guard was a 4 fourth round draft choice the center was an undrafted uh, free agent nobody wanted him in any any round they've got to get some big time guys i mean they've gotten worked over by chris jones by aaron donald uh by von miller i mean it's the time. good ones they got to they got to sur- i mean this is why the the IUK, uh you know situation this offseason is so interesting are you going to pay brandon iuke Twenty-six million dollars and have fifty-five million dollars of wide receivers on a team that runs the ball, the you know more than anybody and passes less than anybody. Or are you going to trade IUK, um, You know, maybe to a team like the Raiders for a pick in the middle of the first round and draft J.C. Latham out of Alabama and put him at right tackle and have that foundation piece tackle. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know what the Niners plan to do. I mean, they did this move with with uh, Kinlaw and Buckner, and it didn't work out. No so. doubt,
2: man. That's good stuff. I tell you what, people are lined up. We'll continue the Niner talk and get your thoughts on the other side. That segment was brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises
1: Now, back to Stoney and Guru on 95.7 The Game.
2: On a payday Friday, no Stoney Larry Kruger in for Stoney as he pays respects to his pops in Pennsylvania. And, Larry, there's just so much on the smorgasbord I want to get to, man. We got callers. They want to talk and give their two cents. But you mentioned Brandon Ayuk last segment. Yeah. And he was emotional at his locker. And you stay on X or Twitter, right? You, heard, you yeah. saw what his, his girlfriend posted that that may have been a, their last game, uh, you know, on Levi's turf and his brother saying, basically, I'm paraphrasing, a shame how my brother was used or not used in the Super Bowl. Larry, what did you make of those comments And w- which I feel were filled with emotion from one Brandon Ayuk, one of your most dynamic playmakers in my estimation. What did you take from that where he said I'll come back if it's if, if, if what did he say if it's a right fit like that was I
1: yeah if it's like the right situation What's that I mean, think somebody Larry? asked him to clarify and he's like well if we're going to compete for a championship well I mean I mean, when have they not competed for a championship uh, under Kyle Shanahan? I mean, that's that's their mode every year. So
0: I don't know what worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So. Let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: What's going to happen here? I don't know if the Niners are playing super hardball in the early round of negotiations uh, through Parag, who's their chief negotiator. They could be. Um, You know, I'm sure they're going to try to get as good a deal as they possibly can. Um, There's no question that it seems like wide receiver, I mean, just from noticing the rest of the league, these guys get dealt. You know, all of a sudden A.J. Brown, you think A.J. Brown's going to be in uh, Tennessee forever? All of a sudden he gets dealt to Philly and there's teams that opt not to pay that second contract to wide receivers. The Niners have already paid Debo. They're not going to be able to trade him. They're probably not going to cut him. They love Juwan Jennings. He's a restricted free agent. The draft every year is filled with good, good wide receivers. Jerry Rice Jr.'s out there, right? Yeah. Uh Brand Brandon Rice from SC. I'm sure I, I like him. I don't know if the Niners like him, but I like him. Uh McCaffrey's brother is probably going to be a day three pick in this thing. Uh the, every year there's good wide receivers. There's not Brandon Ayuk, oh, yeah. but there's good wide receivers. And the Niners need a blue chip tackle, and they're going to pick thirty first in the first round. So, a lot of the blue chip tackles should be off the board at that point. So, the question is, would you entertain moving Brandon Ayuk, who's a local guy? Right, he went to, he's from Rockland, I believe. Um, um or, or I mean, are you know the Niners comfortable paying two wide receivers, you know, fifty five million dollars combined? Or would they rather? Could they get a mid first round pick from mm. a team like the Raiders for Ayuk? And if they did get that kind of an offer, would they take it and replace him with an, you know, draft an offensive tackle and then come back either at the end of the first round or in round two or three or four and draft a wide receiver or two um, to, uh, you know to replace Ayuk. I don't know. I don't know what the the pivot's going to be, but wait. they need an offensive tackle, and it's impossible to get those guys after about pick twenty five.
2: No doubt. We see you on Twitch and YouTube. Hit us up at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Nick's been holding. Uh, he wants to defend Kyle Shanahan. What's up,
5: Nick? What's up, fellas? Hard loss. So I get why everyone's in their feelings. But I'm tired of the hate on Shanahan. Anyone remember those sad years between Harbaugh and now? Fact is, the game was won and lost in the trenches. Kansas City's D-line had their way with us. Our O-line allowed way too many pressures. When we lost Greenlaw, who was a top 15 linebacker in the league, everything changed. There was nine attempts against his replacement. All nine were caught, and one of them was for a tutty. The fact is, when it counted most, our defense couldn't bring it home. We were up by three at the end of the fourth. Our defense couldn't stop Mahomes. Then we were up by three again in overtime, and defense fell short. Defense started the game strong, but when they needed to finish their job, defense had two chances to bring us a ring and fell short. Shanahan and Spags were a great matchup. But Wilt Scott worked by Andy Reid. We saw Coach Reid, when his defense was on the field, sitting down, going over the offense with Mahomes because he has trust in spags. Shanny didn't have that luxury. He needs to hire a DCT trust. But above all, I want to say thank you to the 49ers for another fun season. And when we finally get the sixth ring, it'll be that much sweeter. Bang, bang. Thank you, guys. I'm out. Yeah, rack, I appreciate you.
2: Rack him, rack him, phenomenal, rack him. I, I gotta tell you, Larry, I'm, I, I'm just so uh, I just am, man. Nobody needs me to to to, to come to their aid or a cape for them. But but uh, you know, it's just symbolic that Steve Wilkes is gone. And his best game by his defensive unit probably in the last month or two was in the Super Bowl. You had this Kansas City offense, Larry, do I dare say shook, but I know a misdemeanor uh, happened on the sideline when Kelsey hit uh, the big man, Andy Reid, and he was frustrated. And, again, when Dre Greenlaw went out, maybe – the air went out the balloon for your defense. But don't tell me or call me and say the greatness of Patrick Mahomes and just the, the silhouette of his body is why you lost this game. The Niners hit the Chiefs' offense in the mouth and did so right after halftime. They just couldn't get any help for their offense. And, yeah, at the end of the game, Stiney and I were going back and forth. Larry, you've seen the game a million times. But, I mean, yeah, they were gassed. Um, they had been on the field. And again, I agree with Kyle for taking the ball first in OT because they would have gave up a touchdown. But the fact that you got all that money in that D line and they couldn't eat that—that's why you lost.
1: I mean, it's just very frustrating. I mean, you, you know, losing Greenlaw was a major loss because Greenlaw and Warner did the most all year against the run. The Niners would have been horrendous this year against the run without those two guys. They lost a lot of good run defenders, and they leaned heavily on Warner and Greenlaw, and then they lose Greenlaw in this game. But... To me there's a couple things. One, the Kansas City still finished with 455 total yards in this game. So let's not pretend that that uh, the defense was awesome. The defense was not awesome. They gave up 455 yards. But if you really want to say what's the the big difference in this game, there were 7 fumbles in the game and the Chiefs recovered 6 of them. Wow. I mean, that's it right there. Did you see the video
2: that's going out? where Kansas City
1: fumbled five times. They lost one fumble.
2: Yeah. Where uh, George Kittle, I know he wasn't big in the passing game, and I was getting into it with 49er fans uh, in my family yesterday. I mean, he's talking, running stand-up material, and there's a fumble on the ground. Oh, he wasn't. How many times did they turn around? My point is, had Kittle just been dialed in, and, and seeing and knowing there's a possibility your runner could fumble the ball had he turned around sooner. Maybe he gets on that fumble. I mean, but that was just – I didn't like that. His back like was that. turned. But, but there it's, was,
1: a, it's a bad look, though. Yeah. It's and a you're bad talking. look.
2: Just a, just, okay, the play's over, turn around. Sometimes I've seen Jerry Rice, the Michael Irvins, man, the Chris Carters. They're so in tune. Like, let me just turn around and see what comes of this pile that my guy has the ball just in case. But the fact that he's running stand up, what I deem stand up, and the dude just dropped oh, fumble. I can't use the word Evan said this morning, but it was funny. Like, you know, after what you're talking about, I got to get on the ground. There's a fumble. Like, that's just bad.
1: Hi, and, hi, George. Can you say something? Gosh, like
2: that. it was just another opportunity. And I'll say this to you, Larry. What are you, your thoughts on Steve Young? He's royalty, right, for the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Love Steve Young. Just had him on last week, and he's you know he's he's to me he always makes me feel better about the the matchup afterwards. And because we got some sound, I'm a play from uh, I mean, I thought eight. I thought there was he made some you know he's he, he he was he was impressed by Purdy. He said he won over the detractors. He described his awareness as elite. He likes his poise. He likes his moxie. Um, So he had a number of comments, but which ones you got?
2: Uh, This is uh, not about Brock Purdy, who in my world, he ain't on my list, Larry. But moving forward, is he the future franchise quarterback? That will play itself out. But he did himself, I believe, uh, respectfully on the Super Bowl Sunday. This is about Kyle Shanahan owning his shortcomings. Let's hear Steve Young, number 8, talk about it.
6: It's hard when you know how many big games you've won, right? And how many times you've faced the elimination round and, and done and gotten the job done. So it's just as a human being, it's hard to, to not uh, kind of get into the mitigation of the situation rather than I do see that it's hard to do, but you need, you at that moment, it's probably best to just say, Look, I haven't done it, which is a fact. I have not won a Super Bowl, I've been close. I've been knocking on the door, and uh, I own that. And, you know, next year, I'm going to knock it down. That's how this is going to roll. And then everybody, I think, would get on board with that.
2: Has he done that, though, Larry? I, f- I feel like Kyle hasn't done that. And Well, hasn't and Wilson, done what? Hasn't,
1: hasn't kind of galvanized said, you know, yeah, everybody? I can be better. Like, no, he doesn't, I was, he's not. But I that'll mean, let's, help
2: him, though, man. Let's be
1: honest about Kyle Shanahan. He is arrogant really really a good football coach he's not really good at publicly Ooh. owning blame uh, wow i mean i if he is i haven't heard it I think that would go a long way
2: with the fan base, Larry. Almost like to lie to him. Just say, I need to be better. Something like that as opposed to, I'm untouchable. Yeah, Because that's how it comes off. And the and the whole Wilkes thing, regardless if you feel he should have been fired or not, the way that it was, hey, I hadn't licked it to Coach, and you know, everybody, I thought he's coming back. And then, like you said, 40 minutes later, he's
1: gone. The only time I've heard Kyle really own failure was the day they traded Trey Lance. Now he he really opened up. The, he owned it. That he won day, right? over then. He yeah. he owned it. I mean, he's like, hey, it was my call. It was my. It's all on me. And this didn't work out. And I'm the reason. And you know, he owned it. Even he maybe in that. ways that he didn't even really need to necessarily, but he owned it. But um, he's not great at taking to the podium and saying, you know, it's all on me. Now maybe afterwards. When cooler heads prevail, maybe he'd be better at saying, hey, look, I'm the, you know, I'm the guy making the, I'm the big dog here. You know, I'm the guy living in a $12 million house. I'm the guy making all the money. I'm the guy at the top of the masthead and the buck stops with me. And so I I have to own it. I have to own it. Um, Accountability, Larry. Yeah. You know, and, and some guys are better at doing that than others. I think Kerr, I think of of Kerr as as that's what I love about Steve. Man. Is that he does own it all the time. Um Shanahan doesn't love to publicly own it. And and and, and a lot of this frustration e- even goes beyond his regime and his tenure here. The reality is the frustrating part is the 49ers have been to seven NFC championship games in a 13-year span and they have not one Super Bowl Man, trophy to show for it, and that's what's so after being hard five to, and 0. hard to grasp, hard to yeah. put your arms around them. I mean, the one that bothers me still to this day is the Harbaugh, you know, Ravens one because Gore
2: got to the not what would yeah. what would nine yard line, Larry seven
1: seven, seven yard line, line. Yeah. seven yard line, and Gore never touched it again. And damn. Kaepernick, you know, they didn't. That Greg they, Roman. You didn't run Kaepernick. You didn't run Gore. You threw the ball. Some of the worst out routes I've ever seen. Le, I love you, Cap. Well, Michael James and touch passes to from quarterbacks that can't throw a touch. And, and it, was, it was a cluster. Um, and they blew that one. But, you know, it would help Shanahan, I think, a little bit I like with that. his detractors yeah. if he would stand up and say, hey, look. There are a lot of reasons that we lost, some that involve me directly, some that don't. But regardless, the buck stops with me, I'm the guy in charge, and I've got to own it and do. So let's make no ambiguity about any of this you know, I own this. I think it would help him. Yeah, and I, I think
2: if he had somebody, uh, we'll get to these calls, Larry, but if he had somebody in his camp, they would just be like, you know what, even if you don't believe it, it would go well in regard to your Q rating, you know, because... You know, you got people in the media that aren't fans, and and Stani and I talk about it all the time. But when you got people that haven't seen their team win a Super Bowl, but get there, Larry, their guts are ripped out. uh, Their lives, we all got different lives and different things going on. Tomorrow's not promised. We know that. Just turn on the news and see that. So when you get an opportunity to kind of, you know, celebrate and. And show everybody what you worked hard for, which the Niners have, and you continuously get to this juncture. And Larry, it's not like you're losing 30 to 10, that's one thing, or a Mike Tyson knockout in his prime. I mean, every time it's a Dick Tracy or a true detective, you know, episode of why you had it, what went wrong? that's when, you know, it's kind of hard to just flush down the toilet. So let's go out to uh, San Francisco and welcome Mark to the program. Mark wants to share his thoughts on this Snyder season. What's up, Mark?
1: Yeah, gentlemen, uh,
5: how you doing, Larry?
1: Doing great, Mark. Good to hear you, man.
5: Good to hear you as well. You know, I think one, one problem that I see with the 49ers is I don't think too many teams are afraid of us throwing a deep pass. I think we need to stretch the field more. I think that's why Auk's upset. He doesn't see us going deep Man. and stretching this this offense. And and that would open up the running game. It would help the guys getting the passes down low and then running out, you know, with the ball. I, I think that's a problem that we've got we to gotta address. We've got to get that dimension of the deep threat.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. You got to be able to. Thanks threaten. for the call. You got to be able to threaten in in all the deep quadrants of the field. I mean, that's why you drafted a Danny Gray. Um, Remember
2: that. Remember Danny Gray he was supposed to be. Oh boy, watch out.
1: We're going up top. Well, and even even Kansas City. I mean, you think of Kansas City. They're the model organization in pro football. What did they do at the trade deadline? They added McCole Hardman. Well, why did they add McCole Hardman? Because he's a burner. Mm. Because he's a vertical threat. Because he offensive football is about creating space, and if you have McCole Hardman, and he goes on a fly pattern, you have to cover him. That means that there's space open underneath. They targeted him three times in the Super Bowl. He caught three balls for 57 yards, one of them being a 52-yard touchdown. Right or didn't he have a fifty two yard play and, and what a was Gibson
2: doing on that play, Larry? I mean, he I, was there. I think,
1: I think Gibson's gone. Okay, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think, don't think that's a shocker anymore. I think, but I'm like, I think that Gibson's might be a gone. pick, and then he just kind of, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gib, to me the four. I mean, the other thing about this that it's like i have a hard time just raking Shanahan because we are living in the Patrick Mahomes era. This guy oh, is man. the protagonist of all these games. He is the it's his it's it's like it's like i feel like we're watching his movie and we're involved in it. And it's like, but at the end of the day, he's the star of the show. But you had him down and, ten twice. Well, that's why you don't give him the chance to finish the game. That's why you take. That's why you didn't take the ball. You should have given him the ball. You don't want him with four downs with the game in his hands. I mean, that's where he's so good. Um, I would have given them the ball first in overtime and 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 at least known what I needed to do to win the game. You know, we we talked about this early in the week. Would you rather be down? And have a chance to come back against Kansas City's defense? Would you rather be up trying to defend against Mahomes and Kansas City's offense? And everybody that we asked that question to said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have the ball and be down than have Mahomes have the ball and him being down. Wow. Because Let's, he's just yeah. it's uncanny yeah. how many times he comes through in the clutch. Yeah. Let's hear Steve Young on the uh
2: the Niners not knowing overtime rules.
6: Yeah, I think anytime there's rules that that aren't understood, it uh, it just does. You can't. See, no one can hide from that. And the players, uh, when they said that after the game, it was alarming uh, that they did not understand the context of what they're what they're going through. And it is a new rule, but look, like let's get on. Let's. I agree with you. That is not a good look. Uh, I, I there's no there's no defending it.
2: I, like I I'm just glad he had that answer that because yeah, Larry, there's. Like, that's on Kyle, no matter what you say. And, you know, I'm not telling you he should be ran, but I appreciate royalty, a guy that's got it done, Hall of Famer saying there's just no way. Larry Kruger can't come up with nothing to justify that. Well, but Larry, why would they feel comfortable throwing their coach under the bus? Or do you really think they, like, were, when you're they were the dog, you know I mean? They were being live, honest. There's Damn. live
1: mics. I mean, Houston they said it honest. on the field. On the field, in the game, he's like, I didn't know that rule. And then the next day he said, I didn't know that rule. And then two days later, he's like, I knew that
2: rule. (laughs) Well, too late now,
1: (laughs) I knew the rule. Purdy was like, yeah, we knew the rule. They told us the rule. We knew Armstead's like, I didn't know that rule. I mean, part of it's on the NFL because they change the rules every year. But you have to know the rules.
2: Larry, I'm being honest. Love me knows. I said this since Monday. I was sipping, watching the game, having a good time. I did not know. That the, that that was going to jump off, and the that's rules. okay because and I'm, you're uh, yeah, a okay. really, really, right.
1: really good okay. talk show host right. in San Francisco. I you, Larry. But you're not <laughs> the Niners' head coach, right? If you were the Niners' head coach and you didn't know it, it wouldn't be as charming. And if you delegate somebody else to tell
2: the players, that person should be under fire too. Now, Kyle's not going to bring that name. Like Kyle said, he knew the rules. He that was somebody else's. But no, man, when, when you're at this stage, Larry's. I'm. There's one captain, James T. Kirk. Start that Star Trek right now. No, no, I, <laughs> I,
1: I, no, no I, but I mean, the chief players said that Mahom, that wow. uh, Reed was going over it that's, in that, camp. No doubt, but in camp, in training camp, guys. It's a new rule. If you know, you get to overtime in the playoffs. You know, this yeah. is the way it's going to go. So, I mean, you know, it's so much – and and I, I know – I understand with not wanting to bog your players down with too many thoughts and try to keep their mind as clear as possible and, you know, s- defense coordinators will simplify their scheme because they want their guys to play Man. fast. They don't want them to do a lot of thinking. I understand. There's a time to kind of protect your players from the minutiae and there's times when they have to be kept apprised. Yeah, let's go out there. To- they should have known this rule and there's no I'll way around it. It's just, it makes, it, it, I feel bad for Shanahan because he is a great football coach. And yet, there's no, as Steve Young just said eloquently, there's no counter. Yeah. You know, there's no counter to not knowing the rules. We
2: had Baldy in Vegas. He stopped by and chatted with us. And I pre- I asked him about Kyle and, you know, just where he's at with the chances. Larry, and at the end of the day, he didn't say, uh, Kyle wasn't brilliant. He just said, as a ball coach, and and in this thing we call sports, at some point you got to kick in the door and 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 get that bling. And he's had ample opportunity.
1: He has, but you know, at the same time, Andy Reid went 13 years in Philadelphia. They chased him out. Why? Because he couldn't win the big and that's what's one. That's what. And now he's won he three. To. Yeah. So it's like, is Shanahan? You know how how much? I guess the question is this. We all know Shanahan's a good coach. Is he good enough to win a championship? We're still debating that. How many chances does he get?
2: And he's 44. I know this because he keeps bringing this it up. He's 44 years old. This is year seven, old. right? I
1: understand, yes. Reed had 13. Yeah. So Reed had six more chances. If Kyle Shanahan, if we're six years from now, and he still hasn't gotten it done and maybe there's one or two more Super Bowl appearances in there at some point you got to get it done no doubt about it but it, i don't think we're i don't think we're there yet and i would be really really upset if the 49ers parted ways with Shanahan because i don't see who they would be running to, who's yeah. clearly better.
2: Yeah, and I was telling, uh, just going relationship analogy, you know, if you're in a bad one, Larry, the best thing for your mentor is just to get out of it, but don't not get out of it because you're afraid to be alone or there's nobody on the radar. But at the end of the day, I do wonder if Jed York regrets or is kind of second-guessing why he gave them the extra years when they did. Everything oh, he was loves Kyle. Okay, so then, you So know. you think
1: Jed's looking at Kyle like that crazy girlfriend? No, he's looking She's at him crazy. Like, uh, Cray, man, I got, a jet. I got if a jet. You heard
2: the T- Tim Kawakami podcast talking about Draymond Green. He's like a brother. It kind of explains everything. Like, you know, Dre can do no wrong. They accept him for doing the wrong, but, you know, they're intertwined forever. And that's what uh, we'll get to. We'll get to the Warriors later because um,
1: it's the All Star. Big break. win last night.
2: But, Larry, I mean, if it was going to be a big win, but I don't know what John Collins. That was one of the worst plays I think I've seen on the basketball. John Collins? One. Where were you throwing that ball? But. Uh, Lacob just said how much Draymond Green means to him. He's like a brother, and when you read that, and, and if you believe it, which I do, Draymond Green will be a Warrior, and he says it, retire Warrior. And
1: I a pegged wrong, man. I thought he was going to be this self-made billionaire who's like Walsh and has this kind of coldness to him. If anything, he's like he, he's yeah. That I got you. That wasn't Darth
2: Vader. Like he, he yeah. loves all these guys. He's gonna he's no gonna have problem. a hard
1: time parting ways with Clay or Dre and I. Obviously, Steph. Um, it doesn't sound like it sounds like he's going to the finish line with all three of these guys. No
2: doubt about it. Larry, I'll tell you what we'll do when we get back. We'll clean up these calls, even talk some hoops because the Warriors are at the break. Uh, anything you want to speak to on this payday Friday is Larry in for Steiny on Stani and Guru. And a reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steinie and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch. Brought to you by First No Crowd Credit Union. Upgrade your savings dividend. Open the first NorCal first-class money market
1: today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.
6: Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?